hemp is loaded with nutrients and this crop is a wonder crop it can help so many people with so many different things that's paisley hervey of emerald farm county wicklow focused on bringing cutting-edge natural products to the irish market which includes cbd oils mushrooms natural skincare and more She'll demystify some of the assumptions about these products and infect you with her pure spirit, pragmatic attitude and trust in herself. I think you'll be inspired and want to find out more about this business that has managed to get stocked in 800 stores nationwide in such a short space of time. I'm Finola Howard, intuitive marketer, your host and founder of How Great Marketing Works. I believe that every business has a story to tell because that's how the market decides whether to buy or not. And your story has to resonate with who you are and with the people you want to serve. And this podcast is about helping you reach the market in a way that feels right to you. So if you're an entrepreneur with a dream you want to make real, then this is the podcast for you because great marketing is your truth shared. I came across this wonderful lady with this wonderful story at an event I was at recently. And the subject or the topic or the nature of the business is in a space that we're not used to talking about. And I thought it would be such an opportunity to hear her share the story of Emerald Farm with you today. So welcome Paisley Hervey from Emerald Farm. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us a little bit first about, no, no, tell us that lovely love story because we can tell by the sound of your voice that you're not from Ireland. So, and you have this amazing story of how you bumped into an Irish man and ended up here. (laughs) I do have a really amazing story and an amazing husband that brought me here to Ireland. Um, okay. So now this is going to go back quite a bit of years, so it might age me a little, but I guess that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. Uh, in 2004, I met this boy. I was, I was graduating high school and I met this boy in my hometown of Bakersfield, California. And he was not from Bakersfield, California. He was living there with his family and uh, he was actually from Ireland. And he had been living in California for a while, for quite a few years. Um, But I had met him organically. This was before Facebook, before Instagram, before really anyone had like a cell phone. Yeah, yeah, I met him organically through friends. We fell madly in love. Um, mm. Young love, but you knew that there was something there. And we mm. dated and felt we just loved each other so much. And about a few months later, he said to me, I'm moving back to Ireland. And I was like, oh, my what? So I embraced that. And I said, let's stay together. And he was like, yeah, let's give it a shot. And again, before Facebook, before FaceTime, those things did not exist. I, um, we stayed together. I've stayed in California. He's, he moved to Ireland. 
we would write letters, snail mail letters to each other every single day. We would buy what no one probably knows what these are, who's younger than 35, but uh, <laughs> uh, calling cards. So mm. I would purchase calling cards and I would call him through my home phone. And we actually kept in really good touch for it being 2004. I then took my graduation money, my high school graduation money, and instead of like doing what most people do, like saving it for college, I bought a plane ticket to Ireland. And I did my first <laughs> international trip by myself to meet him. And I fell in love with Ireland. And I was here for three weeks. And I have always since then, I don't know whether it was my first trip here or it was because of him. It was probably a combination of all of it. Um, I fell in love with Ireland. And I just knew I was like, I know I'll be back one day. I didn't know how. I didn't know when. Fast forward, my husband actually moved back to America about three months after I had visited. So we started dating again. We were together. And then it got to the point where we were very young and it was getting quite serious. And we were both like, okay. Well, he was more like, okay, we need to live our lives. We need to figure out who we are. So I'm moving to Colorado and you're staying here. And for a young girl, that's like the end of the world, right? You're devastated. Your heart's broken. And you're like, oh, what am I going to do? Did he split up with you? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah, he broke. He broke up with me. Yeah. I'll never forget it. It was like in front of a friend's house. And he, you know, I kind of understood where he was coming from. But at that moment, my brain was still quite young. And I was like, what's going on? You know? Oh, the world was ending because I was 19 <laughs> and I was like, oh, my first love. And my world crumbled. Lo and behold, he moved on to Colorado. I actually did not speak to him for 11 years, not in an animosity sort of way. We kept, we still had still the same friends, just more in a, I did was doing my thing. He was doing his thing. So he was living in Colorado. I decided I'm going to make something of myself. And I moved to a town called Santa Barbara, did like the whole college wild 20s thing. Then I moved to L.A. And then I was turning 30. I turned 30 and I was like, I kind of had a bucket list. And one of them was to go to Europe again. And I needed to, you know, so I hopped on a plane and I went to I flew over to Germany and I did the whole Oktoberfest thing because I just was in that place in my life where I wanted to do that and party and enjoy like that whole scene. And I was there and Jacob, my husband, uh, he was on Facebook and he had seen that I was there and I hadn't really talked to him in 11 years. And he sent me a message on Facebook saying, Hey, I'm living back in Ireland. I see that you're just over in Germany. You should come over and let's uh, <laughs> hang out and let's, you know, party for a little bit. And I was like, Ireland. I always loved it. So I was like, YOLO, bought a ticket <laughs> over to Ireland from Germany. 
And that's where the love story started again. I got off mm. the bus from the Dublin airport and I got off and I saw him and it's like time had not, it's just like there was no time in between those 11 years. It was like, we picked up right back where we were. We were just wiser, mm. more mature, had experienced other things in life and had such a, so many stories to tell each other, but our love was still the same. And it was amazing. So my little stay in Ireland ended and I said, I'm coming back. And uh, he's like, you want to move here? And I was like, yeah. Paisley. So he was right. He was right. Those all those years before. Yeah, I hate oh, to say I it. Hate that. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was right. He needed, we needed that separation. We needed to grow. And I was, and I tell him <laughs> to this day, I'm very grateful that he did that. Um, because I don't think I would have, if we had stayed together, we probably wouldn't be together. Do you know what I mean? Like, we wouldn't. If we were 19, I'm going to be honest, like 19 to like 30, like so much happens and like we probably wouldn't be together. So, yeah, you're right. He was right, <laughs> which is great. So we, found, we figured out a way for me to get back over to Ireland and I moved here. And that's just I've always been that way. If I have something in my mind, I go and do it. I can't. I don't really think too far mm. into it, which I think is bit quite risky, but it's also super beneficial because you, you, I just dive deep into whatever I'm doing. If I have a goal, if something's in my head and I want it, I go and I do it. So I was like, I really want to move to Ireland and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to give myself three months to do it. And I did it. I did it in three months. I moved mm. to Ireland and I got here. And yeah, as I had said at that event, um, this is where reality strikes. You come to, you know, you have this fantasy, fairy tales, rainbows, butterflies, the honeymoon, and you dive into this relationship that you hadn't been in for 11 years. Same person, but different. Same with me. I was the same person, but things have happened to create other things and it almost became like I loved him so much, but I kind of was coming into a situation I didn't really know. Um, and that's where I learned a lot about, you know, addiction and mental illness and mental health and all of that because I hadn't experienced that myself. Um, nor had I ever lived with anyone else. Um, I'd lived with like girl, you know, friends, but like I never like romantically had lived with someone. So um, it was, I came into this, this world in another country. It was someone who I deeply loved and knew was in there, but the party was over. Do you know what I mean? I was Three months before I'd come and it was party, fun, 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 party, party, party. And then it's like reality. You get into this reality of this is real life. And when is the party going to stop for you, honey? And that's where the love grew stronger. 
because he was dealing with so many other things. And then I had to deal with them. And we, we just fell even more in love because I was with him, helping him through whatever the demons they were. And luckily, with a lot of support and him just working on himself, he got through that. And that's essentially how he created Emerald Farm. Can I ask you a question? So were you angry, Paisley, to discover that, you know, you gave up everything or you moved to another country to discover something there that you hadn't realized was happening? And what happened that made him want to recover? Yeah, um, no, I was so far from, I mean, there were things that made me angry. But I wasn't angry at him. I would say it was just more like a sadness. Um, but no, I wasn't like, oh, why did I move here? I shouldn't have moved here. I was like, oh, no, I, was, I moved here to help him. There was a reason why we came full circle. So um, I think like a lot of it, his mom was very supportive. I was very supportive. Um, so I think he saw that, like, there's people that love him and he just needed purpose. And so that's what I think really drove him to get better. Um, and he, a lot of times when people do have issues with like addiction or mental health, a lot of that can be, um, they don't know what they want in life. It could be a lot of it's, it's boredom. It's. You know, and then with the boredom comes loneliness. With the loneliness comes sadness. So it's just a spiral. You know, you just spiral into this, this shell of like, oh, like I need this to make me feel better. Or, you know, they're just in a depression. So I, I wasn't angry at all. I was... I was determined to help him because I knew he was in there. And I think because I knew him from mm. previously. Does that make sense? I knew him from years before. Yes. We might have been like kids, but I kind of knew he was in there. He knew he was smart and I knew he had something to offer to the world. So, yeah, no, I wasn't angry. And so when he was, when you were 19, you sensed that he had something to offer the world even then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is a, a... What did you sense? He's just a ray of sunshine. He's so funny. He's so smart. He lights up the room when he walks into it. I just knew he had something. He was just smarter. He thought outside the box. He was clever. You know? Like, he was mm. a little bit ahead of his time in terms of everything. And I don't know if that's because he came from another culture or is that because he was, it's just how his brain is wired, but he was always, he was always funny. He was always like so loving and like charismatic, but like not in the, in an annoying, like too much sort of a way. It was just very subtle. Um, he, his, he has a, a, a thing about his eyes are very kind. So people feel very comfortable with him mm. and um, he like animals even he's just very there's something in him that not everyone has so I saw that then 
So what that just stayed in my, you know, even at like the darkest time of our relationship, but it was still there. So that's what I saw. But I also have to, I have to applaud you because your reaction is not conventional. No, I know. <laughs> you didn't judge him. You came, you came with, you just saw it wasn't him. Like it's a very unusual response, a beautiful response. What do you think it was in you that was allowed you to be so filled with love to do that? I know you were filled with love, but it's very easy to move into judgment in that situation and you didn't. I don't know. Intuition? I, I honestly, I okay. don't know. I can't, I don't, I don't know. I just was like, but I knew I was supposed to be here with him in my heart. I was like, no, we need to do this together. We got to, you know, we're sticking together. There's a reason why we came back, you know? We have a mission to accomplish here, so let's get it together. And that, I think that's what it was. It was like, <laughs> I don't know. I have actually no idea what, it was just a, a gut feeling, you know, that woman's intuition. <laughs> You've mentioned, uh, yay. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned a lot about purpose and mission and a reason to be here and that he needed a reason. He needed a purpose. Tell me about that and tell me about the, and this is how Emerald Farm was born. Yeah. So it got to a point where, you know, he was, you know, in a really good place, recovery. And like, he was just so like had ideas. And he always kept this like little notebook of ideas. And most of his ideas had to do with like the food industry. But that industry mm. isn't necessarily the healthiest. So he was thinking, Hmm. What's actually an industry that I know, that I've worked in, that I know a lot about, that I can actually help create here in Ireland that's healthy? And so he has come from a background of growing hemp and doing all that in California. And he thought there needs to be a really good, traceable, good quality Irish CBD on the market and it will help others because it will help them with their anxiety. It will help them with their sleep. It will help them with their gut. And he thought, why don't I just start what I know and help others because it's helped me. So that's how Emerald Farm started in a nutshell, basically, it was he wanted to create a product that can help others because it has helped him. Mm. So mm. he thought CBD, <laughs> why not? And he worked yeah. very hard at figuring out how to do that without knowing a lot of people here. Yes, he he kind of grew up here, but he didn't know anyone who grew hemp. He didn't know. And mind you, like at this time, he also was very shy um, because he was still like in this like mindset. And 
but he knew he could create something really good. So he knew in order to do that, he kind of had to step out of his comfort zone. And if he hadn't have stepped out of his comfort zone, Emerald Farm would not have existed today. So he went and he found, how can I do this? He networked with farmers across Ireland and he found a farmer that was willing to rent a space and work, you know, has, you know, had this land and just we he found a connection with this guy and it's been such a great relationship and that's where he then Jacob started formulating and that's where our first range came out and we were lucky enough that Jacob even stepped further out of his comfort zone and said now how am I going to sell this product and what he did was he presented, which he had never done in his life. Um, now, again, like I said, he's very, he's very like a ray of sunshine when he walks in through the door. Um, but like public speaking isn't really his jam, you know, it's more my thing. I'm the talker. I'm the, <laughs> I love like going in front of thousands <laughs> of people and talking. I love to do that. Jacob had never done that. So again, mm. he had to step out of his comfort zone and he had to go in front of like a panel of people to present his product and say why they needed to buy it and distribute our, this amazing oil. And they, they did. They were like, this is amazing. Now there were, you know, a lot of uh, constructive feedback and a lot of, you know, things given, ideas given to us and vice versa. And from there, that's where we, it was presented. And then six months later, it hit the shelves of Ireland. And that's really, really rare. And that's what I mean. I was like, he has something. He just, he's a go-getter. He's creative. And that's how Emerald Farm just became this beautiful brand and company it's because he decided to get healthy he wanted to make other people healthy and he had to step outside of his comfort zone bravo tell me i would love you to share people are nervous of cbd oil right as you know we've spoken about this a little bit so they're nervous about the relationship with hemp cbd is there, you know, I'd love you to share some, a basic introduction to CBD oil, any of the normal concerns that people would have around addiction, that idea that they could become addicted, that it is, all of that stuff. So can you share? And also, I think it's really interesting. You said this great phrase to me when we first spoke, which was, the idea that hemp is the superfood of all superfoods. Yeah, and it I stand by that today. It is the superfood of all superfoods. Hemp is loaded with nutrients. And this crop is a wonder crop. It can help so many people with so many different things. And it does so many things. It's not only good for you as a human nutritionally and inside and your gut and inflammation and your brain and 
all of that. But it's also environmentally friendly to grow. It can, you can build houses out of it. You can build, you know, mattresses. I mean, there's concrete. There's so many things that this crop does. It's almost endless. And so when I say it's the superfood of superfoods, it's a superfood, but it's like super, super because it does incredible things across the board. And in Ireland, it has been grown for hundreds of years. It's been used in all sorts of ways. And when you press hemp, it creates a beautiful oil that is really good for your endocannabinoid system. And it just starts to send these positive signals to your CB receptors. And everyone has them. They're connected to all parts of your body, your, even your skin, your eyes, your gut, your brain. It's, they're connected everywhere. And so, you know when they say like happy gut, happy brain it's mm. very true mm. and it's about 90 percent of your serotonin i read now i could be far i'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist um, i'm just a brand owner and um but i heard about 90 percent of your serotonin actually lives in your gut and if you treat your gut with respect and give it those nutrients it needs, you could see a significant improvement in your overall health. Uh, it comes down to the inflammation. If you reduce the inflammation in your gut, everything starts working just a little bit better. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, of course, Love. it helps with sleep and relaxation. And sleep is extremely important for your mental health and your overall well-being. Um, a good night's sleep is probably the best thing you could do for yourself. You are on fire the next day. You don't feel groggy. Your health improves. You know, it, your blood cells improve. Sleep is is. You, you, you need it. You have to have it. If you don't have sleep, you are lacking in so many ways, mentally, physically, and emotionally. So that's where CBD oil also helps you. Um, it's just, it again, it's like hemp's the superfood of superfoods. And when you press it into an amazing, gorgeous, cold-pressed oil, which we do, which is so good, um, then you can actually contribute to your overall health. Now, everyone like your bo everyone's body works differently. So, you know, of course, um, it might take a little bit longer for Susie's oil to get into her endocannabinoid system. Well, Bob's might be a little bit quicker. You never know. Um, but that's why we call it a lifestyle product because our CBD oil is a lifestyle product. It's not an instant fix. Uh, you know, if you have a headache, you don't go take Emerald Farm CBD oil. You take Emerald Farm CBD oil daily, so it gets into your system. So then eventually it starts reducing inflammation, sending the positive signal to your CB receptor, and then, it, then in turn, your 
your headaches reduce. So that's how it works. It's not an instance, not like a paracetamol. It's not, you know, anything like that. It's literally a lifestyle product, but it's doing wonders for your insides and out. So again, like you happy gut, if you suffer from stress and then it comes out into your skin, let's say in psoriasis or even like eczema, if you take CBD oil orally, um, now this doesn't go for everyone, but most people like they're, they see significant improvement in their psoriasis and their skin irritations because that's all coming from the gut. So happy gut, happy brain, happy skin. And we hear this a lot about inflammation. So bringing inflammation down can just solve so much. A lot of the foods we eat in this, in a lot of our foods cause inflammation. A lot of our lifestyle causes inflammation. We're at you know, not people aren't as active as they were, and we're at computers more. And then, of course, the foods that people are eating are more processed. And, you know, there's, you know, the bad oils as like canola oil. No, it's not bad, but it it's not good for you in terms of like all these added things into the products that are causing your body to become inflamed. Um, and like lifestyle in general. And so, the more you can reduce inflammation, the better. And the, the, like they say, hemp is actually a natural anti-inflammatory. And that's what's the, like, the actual hero here. Like let's, let's take more hemp and lessen your inflammation and get your belly into a good position so you're feeling right and your brain is feeling good and all together you're mentally in like such a clear space. Hopefully, you know, uh, along with them, sure, there's other things to help with that. But a lot of times, if you treat your gut with respect, then you get a lot out of it. A lot of good things come of it. I love it. So there were some challenges about bringing a product like CBD oil into Ireland. Can you share some of that with us? Well, I think bringing any type of food supplement into Ireland is quite difficult. Um, they are, you know, it's it's a there's strict guidelines, which is great because there needs to be traceability in all products that we are consuming. Now, like because there wasn't a lot of education in Ireland on this particular product, it was a little bit harder getting it into the market because it was there was a gray area in terms of laws, rules, regulations, you know, a few years ago, it's very much cleared up now. And there's a lot more um, strategic rules in place and all of that. Um, But yeah, when we first brought this to the market, there were a few other companies out there that were, you know, in the CBD trailblazing world, which is great. And um, it's not an easy thing to do because you have to first educate and you don't necessarily always have to educate consumers on food supplements. And I think that's where it was really hard is because there wasn't a lot of information on CBD in Ireland. Now, if you had gone to Canada 
if you had gone to America, especially California, like CBD was everywhere. It was CBD everything, right? For years and years. So um, because Ireland was a bit behind in with some of these products, it was like they had to start from ground zero and be educated and what it does and how it's grown and how it's processed. And so, yeah, the first two years were very difficult and making sure that we were doing everything in line and we created a really great traceability program so that you're able to see from seed to oil, basically the whole process and everything. And so traceability is super important for any product, but I think it's also really important for CBD because you wanna know where it's coming from. You wanna know where it's grown. Ours is grown right here in Wicklow, which is amazing. I mean, not a lot of people can say that they grow hemp in Ireland, but mostly in the garden of Ireland. So we're very fortunate with that. And it became, it became, I think, a little bit more accepted about last year is when we started to see a huge turn in, uh, I would say, consumer and also like customers such as like pharmacies and health food stores. They were, there's a more people were like, give it to us. We need this. We want to sell it. People are asking about it. Where the first couple of years, it was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll keep that behind the counter or, you know, but now it's like, give it to us. Like, What do you think changed that? Uh, I think media changed that. I think there, people have a lot more access now to being able to see how it's working across the world and it's not just Ireland um, which is super important that there's people all around the world growing hemp there's people all around the world making CBD oil and these stories in the media about how it's helping so many people is really beneficial <laughs> and I think that's what's really helped in terms of this in the Irish market. Um, and I also think being able to say like, we're a trusted brand and we, you know, we can give you, you know, from seed to oil, what we do, how we process it, where we process it, all of the ins and the outs, which is really important for, um, to say we're Irish proud. We, I may not be Irish, but I'm really proud to have an Irish product on the market that I'm, I'm extremely proud of the, the product. Um, now, because it was difficult at first, um, we've been on, we're now in year three, and this is the year for most businesses where you're like, you know, it's, the, it's a pivotal year for business owners, right? Um, but I will say that we've pivoted tremendously with Emerald Farm. And that's just because we are, we're a brand that we think outside the box. We know that, okay, we're not, we've never said we wanted to be a CBD brand from the get go. We always wanted to be a health and wellness brand because we knew we had 
so much more to offer than just that one product. However, that product is our baby. That's our product that we, we, that really relates to us as business owners. And we know, you know, we know a lot about it. We, we just, we love CBD. But we also knew you can't just grow with CBD. You gotta like, you gotta offer more. We are people that can offer this country so much more and really amazing products with amazing ingredients and maybe even things that you wouldn't even think. So we just, so one day we were like, okay, so CBD's great, it's doing well, we'll do CBD soap. Okay, CBD soap's doing good. Let's do cold pressed juices. <laughs> and you're probably thinking like, wait, <laughs> what? So this like idea of like pivoting and thinking outside the box and being open-minded to change is extremely, extremely important in the first few years of your business because you don't know mm. unless you try. And in mm. order to grow your business, you need to grow as business owners. And so we thought, all right, not a lot of people are doing cold pressed juices, but hey, they were super popular in California. So let's try it here, right? So then with the cold pressed juices, mm. we opened up a juice bar um, located in Roundwood. And with the juice bar, we thought, okay, well, in the juice bar, we'll sell our CBD and we'll do our CBD soaps. And I'm like, but what if we went a little bit extra? And we were like, let's just sell things that make you feel good. So my husband was like, ah, oh, candles make you feel good. I'm like, ooh, shower tabs make <laughs> you feel good. So we just started kind of adding on to our portfolio of products. And what was great about the brick and mortar juice bar was we saw what sold. We got to have in-person feedback from our customers and our consumers, which is what has helped us, I would say, grow to where we are now. So we started up as this little juice bar. We made amazing juices, but it wasn't sustainable in terms of time. And they just weren't mm. selling. They weren't popular like they were in California. So, um, mm. yeah. So then that's where you have to then step back, reevaluate and say, what's working here and what's not. So then we decided, okay, well, let's expand this juice bar, take out the juices, add more products that make you feel good. Let's focus on what we're good at. So food supplements. Now we do mushrooms, we do superfood powders, protein powders, and then we still do the home fragrance. So we do candles, we do homeware, we do all the things that make you feel vibey and good. So that's where we are today. Um, so we went from big- And you have skincare now. Oh, skincare, yeah. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> natural skincare. So these products are all the best ingredients you can get, natural ingredients. Um, and I would say you walk into our store and it smells just like 
oh, it smells so good. You don't want to leave because you have the aroma and nothing's being burnt. Nothing, we're not burning candles or anything. The candles of the lids are off. You can smell them if you want. Then the skincare just has this aromatherapy, oh, just beautiful sense to it that just you put it on and you just feel powerful and you feel good in your skin uh then you have the cbd mm. then you have our cbd soaps which are like nothing else on this planet um they are absolutely incredible palm free all natural and then of course we have our mushrooms that are, again, something that was very popular back in California, now making its way over here into the UK and Ireland and are starting to become a very popular product. Um, but there's a lot of other things that you need to know. Can you explain, Paisley, about the types of mushrooms? Because you, you explained them to me really well. You talked about lion's mane, reishi, is that correct? Reishi, cordy cordyceps. Reishi and, and cordyceps. What is the difference? What are the things that each of those do? So we, so our mushroom range is the three for now. So there are one hundred percent fruiting body mushrooms, which means it's only the mushroom, and we actually produce it as capsules. So you actually just have to take mm. a capsule of it. And, um, basically, I'll talk about the first one, which is reishi. And you would consider reishi mm. almost like the blood mushroom. Um, mm. It's really good for blood pressure, blood sugar um, levels. It's great for your immune system. So reishi is, I always try to explain it to customers who are not familiar with um, the mushrooms that reishi is targeting blood blood flow circulation all of that throughout your body and then you have cordyceps cordyceps are so good okay i would say they're the underdog they're not as talked about as reishi or lion's mane but they have benefits that you will see in let's say your workout routine or your performance level as an athlete. So it's an anti-inflammation mushroom, but it also boosts your energy levels and boosts your the part of your brain that makes you want to like work out and work harder in your workout. It's an it's an incredible mushroom for someone who is in that in that world, but it's also great for people who have inflammation issues as well. So that is cordyceps. And then lion's mane is actually, I would say the most popular mushroom at the moment. Um, and we call that the brain mushroom. So that's really for cognitive health. And it focuses, it basically helps you focus, it helps your attention span. And it helps you remember things that you I swear you would not have remembered before taking it like it is an incredible mushroom where you feel so alert and so on fire in terms of like I got this I'm going yeah I remember you I remember your name what's your phone number I remember your phone number it's like a mushroom <laughs> that will make you feel like you just have, you're just conquering the world. 
And so, and I would say like people love that about it. And so that's Lion's Mane is going to, is the most popular one right now. But overall, like there's all such great mushrooms with such great health benefits. And so we have actually created this range of the three. We like to do things in threes here at Emerald Farm. So we started out with three CBDs and then we started out with three CBD soaps. And now we're starting out with three different types of medicinal mushrooms. Now that now we've expanded onto the CBD with a menopause range as well. So, mm. which has become very popular and I'm very like, I would say very close to this product, not because I'm going through it, but because um, when I was interacting with customers all through last year, the women would come in and they'd be like, do you have anything for me? I'm going through this <laughs> and I need this. And I just felt like what, there needs to be something for these women that's natural and healthy and something that they, you know, don't have to be like, it's so taboo, you know, but like, let, let's not make it that way. Let's, let's take CBD and make you girls feel good again. And so that's where we produced our pause CBD and it's really targeting like hormonal balance. And so we have that as well. There's so, Vanilla, there's so many things in the works and that's what makes it so exciting. Is there a danger? So I'm just going to ask you some business questions for a moment because it's really exciting and I know you've had to pivot and it has been challenging, but you have such a high energy and a belief and a trust that it will work out right. How is business going? And tell me how business is going. So business is going really well. Um, yeah. There, the, the reason for that is because we don't just, we have different avenues of business. So we were open-minded to making sure that we were seen and we were a brand that was tangible to everyone. And that's what's important. Okay. And I'm going to emphasize this a lot. Like we wanted to be the, a health and wellness brand that's affordable for everyone, mm. okay? So mm. making us affordable, but having these elevated products that are cutting edge with top mm. of the line ingredients is extremely, like has helped us like tremendously. And then we not only do online, but we are in 800 stores nationwide. So there's a distribution part of our business that's re doing extremely well. Which stores are you in, in 800 stores, just for everybody to know? Well, we, it's, it, there's, a, a varies, but for most, uh, we are in Boots. These are the top stores we're in. We're in Boots, we're in Holland and Barrett, we're in Chemist Warehouse, we're in Horns Health Food Stores, we're in health food stores across Ireland and pharmacies across Ireland. Bravo. Thank you. We're, that's a, very, it's a huge thing we're very proud of. And you should be because uh, I have to say this to you because it was, it is, these are cutting edge products and with cutting edge products, it's risky and you put a lot of yourself into them. So, mm -hmm. and I know that the legislation, the fear, 
the lack of education would have been huge barriers and you did have to pivot to get revenue coming in in other streams. So bravo. I have another question for you. Yeah. Um, And that is, is there a danger that in the effort of pivoting so much that you could spread yourself too thin with too many products and lose the essence of the business? Uh, Yeah, definitely. I could see that. Um, That's a great (laughs) question. Um, And that's where we found ourselves at one point was, okay, let's scale back and let's focus on what we're good at. Let's focus on the food supplements. Let's focus on the home fragrance collection. We actually brought in, uh, now we have a business partner, which is great. So now we're not spreading ourselves too thin. He has a great <laughs> CV and he's helped us tremendously. And so what we have just basically done is sometimes in order to scale up, you need to scale back. And that is what we have done. And great. we have seen, and like I said, like we have different. So the store that we have today, is I like to call that like a test Mm. store. It's almost like we try products there, see how they sell, Mm. what the feedback is, who's buying it. And then we get to say, okay, that's working. That's not working. It's a great way to see, you know, firsthand. Um, But you're right. You can definitely spread yourselves too thin. Hence why we stopped the juices. We've stopped a lot of products that we, you know, just weren't working and that weren't, you know, something that we felt was going to be part of us as Emerald Farm. And now we focus on what we're good at. My husband is amazing at making like food supplements and knowing like what you know, is going to work. He researches it. He goes to California, see what's happening there. Um, and our business partner is amazing with distribution. So we have that and we know what's going into the distribution avenue. I like the retail part of it. Cause that's like, I just love my little store and it's so great. And then we have online and <laughs> online is going to be growing at the moment. We just do our CBD, but I would say in March, it's going to be a whole new website with our skincare Uh, and everything that we feel is going to make your life a little bit better and you are happy as a person and your whole health and well-being at at its finest. Um, So yeah, you're right. You can spread yourself thin and you don't want to get lost in who you were from what you started as. We started as we want to make people healthy and happy. And so that's what we, you can kind of lose yourself for a moment and then you need to be like, hold on a second. Let's re let's focus. We need to go back to where we were. Like we, Jacob, you started this because you wanted to make people healthy and happy. So let's go back and make those products mm. that make people healthy and happy. So who doesn't? I like I like that you are you you're exploring and cutting edge, as you say. And it seems that you've got this really beautiful balance between exploration and innovation and disruption and sense checking. It's really, you know, there's this nice ebb and flow where you don't get too far down one direction that you, that you you suffer because of it. Like really, it's really, how are you able, how are you doing that? What was really important is having 
um the truth with yourself which is funny to hear your podcast um um <laughs> and being realistic and saying like well that was a terrible idea and let's <laughs> you know what i mean like being honest and yeah. being like okay like yeah. hold on hold the door here let's figure out what's really going on um and i think how we do that is first of all like Working with your husband might seem like, oh, that is real. It can be challenging, but it's actually super beneficial because we have each have something different to offer to the business. And we both mm. know how to ground each other when one person might be freaking mm. out and the other person is somewhat calm mm. for the situation. And then if the other person's freaking out, vice versa, it's very strange how like we can both ground each other. Now bringing in this partner who has like a really good overview on certain aspects of the business as well, and he can kind of reel it in and be like, okay guys, what? <laughs> reel it in. And it's almost like we have this little triangle of trust and we can kind of trust mm. that one person can be the reality check one person can be the dreamer and one person can be the innovator and then but it's not that same person every day it all changes which makes i think for a really great team working together i love it what would you like to leave people with today uh if you're a business owner don't give up stay open-minded mm. And the business you start with is not always the business you end with. And so be open-minded to pivoting and trying new things. And then to all of your listeners, I would say just don't give up on life and the people that you love. If you mm -hmm. do see something in someone, like don't give up on them and don't judge and know that like, mm -hmm you're you're here for a reason so maybe you're in that person's life for a reason and vice versa a beautiful message from a beautiful person oh, thank I have you to say. thank you paisley <laughs> <laughs> well it's true it's thank true. you so much thank you so much for joining oh i me. loved it you're just amazing to talk to and i could talk to you for days i could talk for days <laughs> <laughs> i hope you enjoyed that episode and if you'd like to find out more about paisley connect with her on linkedin and check out emeraldfarmcbd.ie or emeraldfarm.eu. And of course, in Boots, Holland and Barrett, or Chemist Warehouse. And if you'd like to support the show, follow or subscribe on your chosen platform. It really does make a difference. And reach out and let me know your takeaways from this episode. What would you like to know more about? Send me a quick message and I'll reply. <laughs>